0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome to The Void with Nick Woolley and Matt Stillman. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? Outside our um, podcast room right now are four men. Should we let them in? Come in. I'll come go in. Them in. I'll go Everyone, them in. yeah, go in. Uh, I guess we're going to do this now. We got members of the volleyball team in here. Matt, let them know it's the clean podcast. We got members of the men's volleyball team that are going to come into the podcast room right now, it looks like. Okay. Hey, it's the clean podcast. Don't say anything dumb. All right. If you guys want to come in Friday and say something dumb, you're allowed to. But take one of the side mics. For now, you guys got to keep it clean. Um, Double team of mics. Introduce yourselves. Introduce yourselves. First, we got
1: Kevin. Don't
2: get ice cream on the. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. All right. I'm Kevin. I'm from New York. I'm on the team here. You know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to lie I was just messing around outside I didn't expect to get in here So This is cool now
0: Thank you Kevin Carter You're up next Introduce yourself I'm Carter <laughs> <laughs> Brian Go over there
3: yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah you can just go mic. Yeah. Yeah. Hello My name is Brian I'm also on the team And single And single <laughs> <laughs> I'm also single If you guys didn't hear that Alright Last thing I'm single So please <clears throat> I'm
0: desperate McDonald's <laughs> get, get over to the other side. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I'm just messing with you. I
4: had a cookie with ice cream. Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm on the volleyball team. Ryan's
0: going to be our starting setter for the f- entire season. Um, he's getting to start the first six games as a freshman, and uh, he's going to take us to the promised land. We play our first game Thursday, seven o'clock Eastern. If you want to tune into the live stream, it'll be a good time as it always is. How are you boys feeling today on this fine Tuesday? How are your classes going?
4: Boring, very boring. Good.
0: Why are your classes boring? <laughs> we'll start with we do, Ryan. We do
4: nothing on the first like few days. I, I don't understand why our professors talk to us about the syllabus the whole time, as if I'm going to remember or pay attention to anything that they say. Good, yeah, good, Ryan. You know, first week close,
0: to the mic, Brian. <laughs> close to the mic, Brian. Close to the mic. First week is always fun. In front of the mic, Brian. It's you can it, you can it's, adjust it's not it. You all can, the same. No, it's not how this works. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, first week, you know, you just sit around, play Clash Royale in the back, yeah. meet new people. You don't have to do anything, you know. Draw pictures of people from Regular Show. Exactly. We literally spent an entire class drawing <laughs> Regular Show characters. <laughs> oh my God, Ryan gives off Regular Show vibes. <laughs>
0: wow. I look like, uh, I look
4: like yeah.
5: America, yeah. Carter, in the mic. I've already went to the wrong classroom twice this week Are you two serious? days, so it's going great. Wait, how do you explain? Uh, how do you miss twice? Well, I thought I thought that was in two different it was in two different buildings, but it was the same room number. So I've had to walk out of the room <laughs> awkwardly twice.
0: Oh, you're wait you, wait like the class started and
5: you had to awkwardly walk out. Uh, one was before, one was during the class that I realized
1: they were two different that. classes though.
5: I yeah. did that my <laughs>
0: freshman year, the very first day of classes. I did that. Kevin, first day.
2: <laughs> Yo, I had a whack first day. I got a professor, I'm not gonna say his name. Okay, Smart. this is what I'm talking about. We need good stories here. We're sitting there like three minutes till class starts and this guy's not there. Okay, he walks in, right, like brisk walk, goes to his desk, picks up papers and hands them out, and goes, I'm gonna blow my nose, and then sprints out of the classroom and is gone for like ten minutes. And we have no clue what was up with this guy or where he went. And it was so weird.
1: He blew his nose for 10 minutes.
2: He blew his nose for 10 minutes. I don't know where that guy went. That's what they call it? <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: we have Patreons to get into real quick. Our Patreons, are our are, are stars, are Henry... I already forgot about... It. B-
1: he gave you a pronunciation. Yeah. You can look at it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Matt's very lazy.
1: I'm across the way. I can't see. Henry
0: Bolio is the man of the hour. And then we have 20 Lucas06, Connor Duick, Owen Migdell, and Fatal Destiny Aaron. We will be getting into voice messages after this. I know we usually do the voice messages on the Uncut podcast, but we have a lot to catch up on on this podcast. The shoot, match shooting stars are Jasper John. Carter, kiss the mic. Thank you. Keep uh, Not Nick Woolley. Kevin, kiss the mic. Zach Christensen. Ryan, kiss the mic. Carson Wires. Ryan. We have two dwarf planets, which is Junior Sanchez. Two of you kiss the mic. Two of you kiss the mic. Uh, We got Noah Davies. Other two kiss the mic. (laughs) We got a black hole in there as well. Not Matt Stillman. Um, Everyone kisses the mic. Yeah, we can all kiss the mic. And then, of course, our man, the only void, Caden Savage. Listen to him. Savage sounds on SoundCloud. Honestly, our favorite Patreon. We have four messages from Patreons this week. Uh, Let's get into it real quick. We can find out if anyone... Okay, Zach Christensen says, Okay, boys, I have a proposition for you. If the Packers lose in the NFC Championship again, I'll up my Patreon to be one of Nick's shooting stars. Well, the pod. Go Bucks! I think that's Ah, a valid... I'll take that. I mean, that's good for you because then no matter what happens, you'll be happy, right?
1: Carter's a Buccaneers fan, and he thinks his team's going to make it past the Eagles, and I don't think that's going to happen.
0: You don't think the Bucs are going back to the Super Bowl? No.
1: No shot. Sorry.
6: Okay.
0: That's, that's a deal, Zach. 20Lucas06 says, Shout out my guy, Guy 18 on Twitch. He fuels my crippling gambling addiction. You do do People that. love to gamble. You do take advantage of kids and gambling. Yeah. <laughs> Fatal <laughs> Fatal <laughs> Fatal Destiny Aaron says I'm not sure if y'all are recording the pod, but quick question if you are. Favorite Favorite video games from TV shows, i.e. Family Guy Multiverse game, the Madagascar game, the Toy Story game Nick mentioned in like episode three of the pod. Any examples? I actually liked the Family Guy video game and the Simpsons hit and run.
1: Those oh, are two classics. that's what they mean. That's yeah, what. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Not, not Toy Story. That game sucks. So, I don't know. I have no answer. That's a really strange. Hit and run. Hit and run. They got a good video on that. Any
3: SpongeBob game ever?
1: Yes. Made? Yes. yes, yes true. True. <laughs> the best Sponge. You, you guys
0: ever play? Uh, light camera pants. It was a SpongeBob game back yes, in the, day on the PS2. It was like a Mario Party. The greatest SpongeBob video yeah. game. Yeah. Ever, that one was really good. Uh, Carson Wire says, what did Santa bring you this year? Santa brought me an Oculus Quest 2. Two Packers jerseys. Yeah, stay poor, Carson. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Oh, We got voice messages to get into. Uh, if you guys want to put on your headphones and listen to the voice messages, go right on ahead. So, first things first, we're going to listen to
6: Fatal Destiny Aaron. Sorry, we had, a, we had an issue. Hold
0: on. Okay. Fatal Destiny Aaron, take it away, buddy.
6: So I've got two minutes in waiting for Deadlock Pro Wrestling's DPW Fire Episode 1 to air. Uh, it is currently 4.58 p.m., and it airs at 5 p.m. And I've been supporting them since the very beginning, just as I have The Void Podcast. And so, I, I, as I'm waiting for this, I'd like to share a voice message with y'all, because I haven't done one in a while, for tomorrow's podcast. And I just, I'd like to share my opinion that Yellow Card's Ocean Avenue album is just as good as From Under the Cork Tree. I've listened to both Twice full through. I th- I think I've listened to it from under the cork tree like four times full through. But I listened to Yellow Cards Oven A- Ocean Avenue album yesterday full through again, and I'm like, wow, this thing is just as freaking good as I remember. And I think it should be viewed as one of the best punk albums of all time.
0: Fatal, you also said this last week, and I shot that down immediately. Listen, Ocean Avenue is a great album, but do not compare it to Fall Out Boys Under the Cork Tree. Yeah, can't do that. Fall Out Boys Under the Cork Tree will always be a superior punk album, regardless of what you have to say. Know your place, Aaron. Next up, we got a new voice message from DJ PJ. I don't think we've ever gotten a voice message from him before. I'm hoping all these are clean, but, you know, what are you going to do about it? It's, we're back, celebratory, is episode 68. Yeah. 69's coming at you Woo. Friday. Be on the lookout for that. So, DJ PJ, let's see what you got for us, buddy.
6: Matt, I know for a fact, deep down, you're a Lions fan. You said it on your stream last night that you weren't, but I know deep down, deep down in your heart, you're a Lions fan. Everybody is right now. After these two wins, they're going all the way to the fucking Super Bowl, bro. Everybody's a Lions fan. They're going to beat the Chiefs. They're, everybody is a Lions fan.
0: All right, I'm starting to realize that all these voice messages are from last week. (laughs) Maybe, no. Yeah, no, these, these, it showed up as new notifications as, all right, apologies, my bad. Those are old and Non existent anymore. Well, we got to
1: hear him again. It's always good to hear from him again. Yeah,
0: we got to hear him again. we have some Instagram DMs as well that we have to get into quest. Do we have any podcasts? New you have to read the top one from both
1: Yes. We just reached the Well, I'll just do the one from this podcast. I, I did this th- podcast.
0: Yeah. So give it up for everybody. That was beautiful. Great thank work. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Matt.
1: Okay, so I goofed. I forgot one last week. This says Papa Moose from himpatrick Sixty Seven. My one and only question for the pod right now is Dose, like Dose, D-O-S-E. Nick, vibe with the moose hat. A serious question from your boy, him, Patrick. P.S., sorry for my moose killings. They have stopped. Do you know what he's talking about? Have you seen the moose hat in the room yet?
0: You've talked about it before.
1: Yeah, have you seen it?
0: No, I haven't seen it's
1: it. It's a really good hat. I'm going to wear it out one night.
0: Okay. Uh, sure, him <laughs> Patrick. And then the last
1: one, and then the last one is C-Kitchen. He said 100 strong, five stars, even Colton. though he was the 100 first. Colton Kitchen, I love yeah. that
0: kid all right aaron spears has um a video that he sent in that we're gonna go ahead and listen to and he said i'm sending this to you guys because i think this is a good discussion starter and a discussion that you guys can have based off the clip so uh
4: done to work on your craft to become the act-
0: it's how did john cena get into acting
4: that you are now
7: i started out doing movies as a business decision vince was like hey i need you to go to australia this is like two weeks before shooting and explain that if we can bolster wwe studios we will bolster live event attendance so we can do larger buildings and we can be more widespread that's the wrong approach to take in turn i did a lot of bad movies so now transfer that into wwe speak this match would be good for the energy drink that i'm trying to sell and if more people like the matches more people drink the energy no you have a match In love to have those matches. So it wasn't until the Fred movies where I could parody myself, and that was kind of the start of all that, and where I could have fun with the process and expect nothing out of it, where it's like, stop looking at this as a vehicle, and start looking at this as creative fun. And then I fell in love with falling into another character, taking off the jorts every once in a while, and showing my on television really had to change my perception and that came with tremendous failure. what have you done
0: all right solid solid video matt i think you can take this one away what <laughs> what do you what? well he wanted to start a conversation based on that video so i want to know your thoughts on the video what'd you take away from that does he
1: is he trying to tell us that we should all go into a movie from this i'm really confused i don't understand the point of what he's trying to get i don't understand what john cena
0: aaron i agree with what John Cena is saying in there about how there's a lot of people that fake it until they make it. Oh, that's it, what... Yes. You gotta stay true, is what is what he's trying to say. Like, he, he did a bunch of bad movies because he wanted to
1: improve WWE. But then he was in Fred, which was really He good. didn't
0: care about being an actor, but then he, like, took it seriously and started being the character that he was, and that's what drove in the big-time money. That's why The Void Podcast is better than every other podcast out there. <laughs> Thank you for the clapping. <laughs> we, got, we got a live audience with the four freshmen. You guys, Mike John, if you ever want to chirp in and say anything, you, have guys, any can. Thoughts. Yes, you guys can. I was absolutely can. Owen Migdell sent in. Uh, I, I can't even see it, but what is this? Oh, he just says Carson Wentz sucks. That's for Matt. Matt probably loves that one. <laughs> All the boys agree. Who is that? <laughs> Josh Meadows says first of all I hate the Chiefs with the that soul okay first of all I hate the Chiefs with all my soul that fumble saved you guys secondly please excuse this season for the Ravens they didn't have their quarterback for 5 weeks in total and didn't have their two star running backs the whole season and Josh Meadows me. I didn't ask and you should have depth do you think Nick excuse Saban me, do you think Nick Saban's in the Alabama locker room this morning telling his guys, well, you know what? We we lost our two top receivers. It's okay, guys. No. That's not what's happening. That's a terrible excuse. You should have a solid backup quarterback. You should have solid depth. Look at our volleyball team. We suck to begin with. And we lost like three starters to start the season out.
1: And who knows how we'll do our first And game. who
0: knows how we're going to do. We're not sitting here making excuses. No. If you're from Indiana Tech and you're listening to this podcast, I'd be very scared right now because there's a storm coming and it's going to be a 3-0 demolition of the Warriors. That is what Brian Maeda told me to say. So that's a quote from Brian, one of the freshmen. Me personally, I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, I think it'll be a tight, tightly contested game. Matt said it's a cakewalk. Yeah, I did say that. (laughs) So we look look forward to the challenge of playing Indiana Tech, which Friday. Those
1: posers don't stand a chance. We'll be
0: live streamed. We averaged, uh, last year we averaged like 300. Yeah, Thursday is the Indiana Tech game. Friday we play Goshen. That one's going to be a joke. So um, you can go check out the live stream. We averaged like 300 viewers last season per home game. Now, that was with the COVID time, so everyone's family's watching. But, like, you know, still watch. It's going to be a good game. And, you know, the ghost game will be good as well. I've heard that they're actually pretty decent. I've also heard that. Now, we were supposed to play Calumet Saturday. That would have been a joke. Yeah. That would have been. And that, that was Hunter Monday's first school. Oh,
1: where he got where he into he got a into, where he got into a fist fight on yeah. the first day
0: of school and got kicked out. For those of you who don't know, we could tell the story now. Last year, our starting setter's name was Hunter Monday. He was, if you've ever seen the show Last Chance You, that is what this kid was. He went to the school, Calumet, got into a fist fight on his first day there, yep. got kicked out of the program. Second year, transfers to Campbellsville. Now, he still has zero years used of eligibility because mm-hmm, he got kicked out. Campbellsville is doing an open gym. He blocks someone, talks trash, gets into fist fight number two with his own teammate. They both get kicked out of Campbellsville. Zero years of eligibility have still been used. Leaves. Gets a second chance at Campbellsville. Goes to Campbellsville. Plays two games. Year one of eligibility gone. Fails a drug test out of Campbellsville. Comes to Trine University. Sets three straight years and is a legend. Doesn't get in trouble ever again. And he's the local town mailman right now. And he is... Got a master's degree now too. Yeah, so he wanted he, to
1: play overseas. He wanted to play in like he's gonna Germany He's going to be moving to and Germany stuff.
0: and playing overseas. So. so, what's up, Kev?
2: My takeaway from the story—if correct me if I'm wrong—is if I don't think the season's going good, I should throw hands with someone and keep that year on my, on my, on my, under my belt, right? Well, well, you have to. You would have.
0: You would have you would to have throw to hands it before tomorrow. tomorrow's practice. Yeah, you would have to do it is when you'd have to throw
2: hands. If you want to keep your eligibility. So I gotta find someone to fight. Technically,
0: every sophomore on this team is considered a freshman. Yeah. Because last year year. didn't count towards our
2: eligibility.
1: Last year was a void year, so we could play four more years or three more years.
2: If you didn't notice the reference, you slipped the word void in there.
6: (laughs) All
0: right. Yeah, this button is jazz music. I don't know if you guys can hear it through that, but it's it's we play it all the time. It's really hot. What? The jazz music is hot. Oh, yeah, it is. We'll play it again. Uh,
2: damn! Nothing makes me want to ride in an elevator, like hearing that music right there.
0: It's great elevator music, it isn't is it? It's solid, man. Matt and I have talked a lot about volleyball on this podcast before. We have a lot of good volleyball stories. Do you guys have any quality? Um, I can't tell the Chris Dargan story until friday's podcast
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i've already I've, we've already told every funny volleyball story you and i have on this podcast but do you, any of, do any of the freshmen have any good stuff to say
5: none for this podcast
0: <laughs> all right we're gonna have to reserve this to a future episode really no clean stories one time we had a coach that got so mad at us on the court he called a timeout and just farted and while we were on the sideline, sure. and just like this is your punishment, and it was oh, like we it was terrible. Called a full minute timeout. Wow. Yeah, great coaching. We went like two and fourteen. But that was middle school. Oh my goodness. dude! I swear they changed the password to this.
1: Isn't there a crazy Guthrie story? Guthrie? You want to talk about Guthrie? <laughs> Brian's funny. taking
3: it. Uh, uh, is it clean? Uh, is it I clean? I got a story for you guys. It's it's pretty short, but so we're playing at this tournament in Chicago or whatever two years ago or so. I'm playing with some of my buddies. Neither of these guys were on my team at the, like, at the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a tight match, third set, and our setter goes up, and it's like a tight ball. The outside, is this Nathaniel? No, this was a kid named Kenyon. Okay. So he goes up to set it. Ball is over the net. Outside almost breaks his hand because he like, puts it in a fist. Their coach says out loud, like, the next time the ball is tight like that, I want you to like, put your hand in a tighter fist and try and break his fingers. He says Talking t- about your setter. Talking about our setter. And everyone okay. heard it. So but with the bench is pretty much clear, everyone's on the court. Our coach at the time, who's like barely in his twenties, is out here yelling, cussing, going crazy. Mm-hmm. So we end up losing that match. Nothing really happened after that. We go back to the hotel room, and they are like one floor below us, their whole team. <laughs> so we got this one kid. He, uh, he grabs some liquid fart spray, he goes around to every one of their doors, sprays it all over their door, door handle, he went, like, next day in the tournament, all their bags were laid out, sprayed it everywhere, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> went crazy.
1: Liquid so, fart?
3: Liquid, so it's terrible. Oh my, dude,
0: it's worse than an actual fart, it's so bad. Like, like, does it, like,
1: get on you then if oh, it, you spray that it and stuff? If, I, if I
0: did one spray into, like, the center of this room, it just would expand to, like, all
3: four of the house. It smells awful. Did you spray like, under the, did he spray it under the doors? Yeah. Oh, every door. So we were like, oh, that's, that's pretty funny. They deserve that. That's enough. But no. He comes back the next day with bottles of shaving cream and Febreze. Tapes, <laughs> tapes Febreze cans. So they're spraying, like, eternally. Puts one in, like, each bag. Leaves them there, goes to their door, puts, like, shaving cream under their door handles. Like, under their door. It was unreal. <laughs> this guy's a menace. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible.
1: Because he was going to try and break – their setter was going to – or their players were going to break your setter's hands.
3: Yeah, so – and he did not, like – Deserved that it. Yes. I think that's well-deserved.
0: I, I, I told this story before. I've done this twice. this is in D.C. once, and Manelli and I did this at Nationals one year. There was one year Nationals was in Phoenix, Arizona, and mm. we were in the same hotel at Spry – and for those of you that don't like know about volleyball, Spry is like a military academy. You don't mess around if you go there. It's
1: sports performance.
0: When it comes to Illinois, that place is for real. Now, some terrible history with the owner. Uh, yeah. God-awful human. But yeah. that place, they, know, they just pump out Division one players. Mm-hmm. I did break Zio Meyer's finger one game, three fingers one game, by doing exactly what Brian said. That was <laughs> unplanned, though. But one night... One side of the hotel hall is Spry. Our side is Club One. Manelli and I are roommates. And the way that we, we look through our people in Spry, they don't talk to anyone. Like, if you try to talk to them, they're told not to talk to anybody. You just go straight to your room and you're silent. So the coaches come by and tape the doors. Like, just start taping the
1: doors. <laughs> to make sure they don't to leave. To
0: make sure, like, and they're like, if we catch you with your tape gone... You're in a bunch of trouble. Now, we're not ran like a military camp. When we were in D.C., we did this to our friends. Their, their doors were taped. We told the pizza man to we, – oh, we ordered a pizza to the other rooms. And we told him to say, like, it's the coach and open up. Manelli and I didn't do that. We just went out there and just cut everyone's tape. So then the next morning, we go into the convention center, and you just see every spry team just running back and forth, nonstop, <laughs> Like twenty sprints, and Manelli and I never said anything. We were just dying. To... Kev pulls. I mean, that's that's <laughs> really we talk that's about all the nice. time. Matt sits there and just you know like
1: people walk by all the time, and I'm always looking at people. I'm always waving to people. Kevin's here for one podcast, and he's already he's just already like, waving at all the well, girls. For those of
2: the, for those of you just listening in, there's a hockey game in about ten minutes, so everyone's walking by to get to this hockey game right now. And the people I was supposed to go with are welcome back game? You're supposed oh, yeah. to go? I, I told some people I'd go, but I'm here on the greatest podcast ever made instead. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, Kev, if the game, what, what time does the game start?
2: Yikes, I think 730.
0: I'm not sure. If you want to go, you guys can go. You can yeah, stay for as long hostages. as you want to stay.
2: You can go if you want to go. There's I didn't no expect to, to be here. Fortnite. I was just standing outside the window trying to mess with you guys, and then, you know, here we are. So
0: Well, I, yeah, I thought it should be some introductions, but now we're, like, getting the ball rolling now. Now it's, like, getting serious. Another thing, Matt and I recruited all four of the men that you're talking to in the, in the microphones right now. So any success we have for the next couple of years, you can thank Matt and I for that. Um, we should
1: essentially just be the coaches for the school.
0: I mean, yeah. We haven't given any recruiting services this year, though. There was one kid that Matt and I didn't recruit. He quit. He dropped out on the first day of school. So. <laughs> one guy. You ever have... Yeah, you ever have those people that we talk... Okay. Every, every, so, okay. Our demographic is 16 to 24-year-old dudes. Like that. And
5: that one guy.
0: This is... Huh?
5: And that one guy. Who listened to earlier.
0: Yeah. now Yeah, DJ PJ. <laughs> but... So everyone understands that if you ever play a sport, there's always one kid who just is the worst. Whenever you're doing fun stuff, they're all in. They're ready to play. The moment there's any conditioning, oh, my knee hurts. Oh, coach, you know I got. See, Carter's starting to laugh now. Brian's making a face. What's up? What's happening? Who are you thinking about right now?
5: I cannot say their name.
0: <laughs> Can you describe how they act? <clears throat> Matt Aarons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Talk about, oh, wait, is that, these, tall, is that okay. tall Matt? I have no shame These,
0: these three guys played club ball together, so Carter was trying to play it safe. However, Brian just decided. That's
1: tall, that's tall Matt, right? Yeah.
5: That's okay, actually that's. not who I was thinking of, but I'm thinking of him now.
3: <laughs> Don't get me wrong. He's a good player, good guy. Matt's a cool guy, yeah. He's a cool guy. But he's like that? But he's just, he's just that type of guy, you know. He's, he's there for the play. But once you, like, have to break things down, he just vanishes.
2: I get
1: what you're saying.
3: Yeah. You know what? This might be a rough take here.
2: But <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh what's up. no. I I don't say, like, I agree with those people, but I understand,
4: you know? Really?
2: I, you know, I just came to play ball. I don't want to do laps. I don't want to, like, pull up nets or take apart nets.
4: This is coming <laughs> from the kid who has ordered ice cream. Breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner every day he's been here. So, I don't know how much you want to trust that.
2: I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. Like, I do it because I'm a good teammate, but I don't want to. I don't think anyone, like, genuinely wants to do it. <laughs> I currently have an ice cream cone in sitting hand. right in front of me. I still haven't finished yet. So, yeah.
0: Another thing. No, never mind. Never mind. can't talk about that anymore. Sorry, guys. It wasn't anything important. It wasn't anything serious. It was something about Matt, but it was whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um no, those people are the worst. And also, if you don't keep up with the volleyball world, uh, some dude from these guys' club who plays at Ball State straight up got shot in the chest twice. Yeah. What? Okay. What happened? Could someone break this down and explain? Because this was news to Matt. I knew about it. I didn't know it was, a, it was an ultimate guy. I didn't know it was a Ball State guy. I just heard my friends were like, oh, yeah, a volleyball player got shot. And My dad told me, too. So, I mean, I had no I had no idea.
4: All right, so I'm just going give to the, give the general gist because I don't, I don't know if, like, 100%. I don't really know 100% of the story, but basically it was, like, one night he was out and I think there was, like, a fight or something and he got into a fight and then the kid's friends who he got into a fight with, one of them came back and they shot him twice. And he was, like, he one of the bullets, like, barely missed his lungs. It was really wow. bad. So they got him to the hospital and thankfully he's fine now, but...
0: <laughs> there, have been a, yeah. there
4: have been a lot of volleyball deaths in the last couple of
0: years. It's a dangerous sport. Like, there was one guy at, at Loyola. What, what's so funny, Brian?
3: It's not a dangerous sport. However, I was just thinking, how many people got injured or died on the poles before they decided to put the pads on them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they already knew it was dangerous. The poles would just come with a pad on it, you know? You got to put like, those you know, on there. Football pads sure. Yeah, how many people, like... That's actually Oscars. really
1: funny because at my middle school, Mokina Intermediate School, wait no, it was MJHS, so Mokina Junior High School, there weren't there used to not be pads for basketball until my brother went there and he was on the basketball team for that school. So he was playing one day for the team and he just like went for a rebound missed, slammed his head against the like brick wall and that's the reason they have mats up in that school.
2: We had a similar wow. situation at my high school. We have a drop down net for volleyball. So this comes down from the ceiling and hangs. You have a
1: drop
0: down net. Had a we had one net. of those at Club One. They suck. They're terrible. Those are so bad. It oh, actually, the
1: ones
2: that you like slip on?
1: I think we have those at Ultimate. The ones, ones dividing? On the no, they, 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 they come down, come
2: down from, from the ceiling. ceiling. like
5: a basketball loop, but from the ceiling. Yeah. But but the
2: it, it changes the rules too. Because in normal volleyball, you can go on the other side as long as you're not on the other person's court. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that with a drop down net. If it goes past the plane, it's out. So either way, The ref stand sits about three feet off the ground, nothing below it. And there's no indication of where you are in the court. And we had our setter with a bad pass run across and get absolutely clotheslined. He (laughs) caught this right (laughs) in the chest, flat on his back under the ref. And the ref could not come down because the ladder would go right into where this kid was laying, getting looked up by the trainer. So the ref had to stand and look straight down at this kid for like 20 minutes while the trainer checked him out. Oh, my God. Jeez.
5: You know, I actually have a similar story. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Josh Beaumont. <laughs> uh, I wasn't actually here for this story, but he's on our high school team. This is at his club. He, um, I don't know, I think he was running like laps or something, suicide, something like that, ran under the net, but he's like, what, 6'5", Brian? Yeah. Yeah, 6'5". Probably taller than that, around there. But he, he didn't duck far enough <laughs> down, got clotheslined, cut open his head and had to get airlifted. To the hospital. Oh geez. my God. Comes back next year and starts on the lockboard volleyball team. Fifth wow, place look at, at the state. Sorry. Yeah, fifth place in the fifth state place? of
3: Illinois.
2: So I'd like to call back to that statement Brian made saying that volleyball is not a dangerous sport. Apparently it is. Volleyball is a very, very dangerous sport to be playing. I would say
0: that. I would, I, I've seen a lot of nasty ankle injuries in volleyball. I've yeah. never seen anything else other than ankle injuries, though.
4: Speaking of, Kevin almost killed someone earlier in the year. Right. Maybe that's why he's saying a oh, dangerous yeah.
2: it, it was a lapse in judgment, admittedly. That <laughs> Clearly. happened only once more since it happened the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that happened, to, I that happened it during, twice? I did during hitting lines once. And actually, I almost did it yesterday. But
0: (laughs) wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We can we explain to the viewers. Hang on. Okay, the first time I remember you got in trouble. But the second did anyone see you do it the second time or third
2: time? Fishman saw me. Fishman saw me and he he was like, I thought we learned we're better than that now. And admittedly, I was like, You are so right. And I thought my chances of playing were over each time this happened. So (laughs) what? So what we're talking about here is when there's a low set in volleyball that I can't make over the net. I have a very bad habit of bouncing it under the net, which just hitting it that, as
1: far as he can straight down. I
2: respect
0: it because that like lets
2: the
4: setter know that it was that was so set. bad. It, like, Except it was the worst when there's a seen. live block on the <laughs> other side of the net and the ball literally lands under Eric Santiago Garcia's feet.
2: Okay, yeah. I felt terrible about that. So,
4: so you learned from your mistake.
2: Yes, apparently. Actually, so there's a character arc here. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up, yesterday there was a ball poorly set and I was about to do it, and like halfway through half my arm swung, I was like, this is not what I should be doing. <laughs> so what I did was I tried to catch it, and what I did was I pushed my finger into the net, and I cut it, and you can see there's a little cut right there. Carter, can you confirm there's a cut in my finger right now?
5: There is a cut.
2: There is a cut in my finger, I've learned. It's Thank
5: a, you. It took, Kevin, you. three...
1: <laughs> Near-death <laughs> experiences for Eric. career career-ending
0: possibilities. To get through that it's fantastic.
1: congratulations
0: i told I told this story before on the podcast, but I think it deserves a revisit. Have you guys ever played against a volleyball player that had some sort of disability or maybe was missing a limb? No
4: yes, I have
0: really, Brian, do you want to talk about it uh. Just before I get into this, it's just so that – because they do exist in volleyball. Like, there are people that have disabilities that do play volleyball, and it's good for the game. So, yeah. But.
3: Yeah, so uh, this was a middle school experience. But, yeah, we – like, our local schools, they didn't exactly have the enough guy players to, you know, fill their roster. So one guy tried out at this other school. He did not have a hand.
4: Yeah. Not have a hand. Okay, that happens. Can I wait? Can I add? So I, when I played baseball when I was like twelve, <laughs> I wasn't asking about baseball, right? <laughs> I just want to say. It. I go ahead. We, we played a kid in Cooperstown who didn't have a hand. Goes up to bat, and the kid hits like a three hundred foot home run. I swear <laughs> to God, literally with a with There's no left one. hand, and he was lefty. He just like three hundred feet it was insane.
0: <laughs> we were in the St. Louis qualifier. And this other team starting... I'm sorry, Brian. Do you want to talk more about the hand?
3: I was just going to follow up a Ryan statement by saying this kid definitely could, unfortunately, not hit a home run. He could not serve, he could not do pretty much anything, which is unfortunate because he played with so much heart. He played harder than anyone else on the court, but he just he didn't have the ability to do it. I felt so bad.
4: Why did you feel the need to add that?
3: <laughs> well, I was going to add this on. I had to add because you were sort of like, oh, this kid... Bomb home runs. I don't want him to think it about you. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, so at I least let
0: you're out. honest. We were in the St. Louis qualifier, and the other teams' outside, you know, before the game you got it like high five. I noticed right away this is before Manelli is on when I was 16, I was, I was top team, top team, top team. Manelli actually went from like bottom team. To starting outside all to like his final two years there. Wow. And that was halfway through the season, right? Yeah, Manelli's awesome. We're playing this team, and I noticed, like, through the high fives, that one of the kids' hands felt really weird. And so then I look, it's an entire prosthetic arm. Not only that, he's there starting outside. Okay. Real, it's his man. left, it's his left arm that's the prosthetic. He's right-handed. Now I did not like that he had the prosthetic arm because he was way too good at passing because, like, it was always straight. Interesting. It was easy for him. He only had to control it. But we're in the middle of the game. I get set a nine ball, and I'm like, I'm going to tool this kid off his prosthetic because, like, he can't control it. That's a money ball. So I get set, and (laughs) I hit the kid's arm so hard, the prosthetic comes off. (laughs) Now, now. They dig it up, and they send over a free ball. Now, let's play the statistics game. If I get set again, there's one less arm in front of me to block me. So I scream nine, as loud as I possibly can, and my setter sets the ball back to me. Now, like I said, it was his left arm. I'm pretty damn good at hitting down the line. There's no arm there. I pound it straight down the line, and... You know, I I got the kill, but I celebrated way too hard after the game. <laughs> and from the bench, this is you remember we played Olivet, the middle, who like we always say mm-hmm. would always he yep. always say the worst stuff at the worst time, just screams half the song. Pick your warm up <laughs> <laughs> after the play's over from the bench. Maurice. We get a red card. <laughs> we get a red card worth it. We end up I mean the kid put up numbers against us. I mean like his block was so good just cause pick your arm up. No, it's like boom, yeah, all you hear from back. Pick your arm up. And it goes dead silent. It's like, oh God. That's really bad. He ended up apologizing. The kid was really cool. So everything turned out fine. And I mean we it's not like we did anything in the tournament. They didn't do anything in the tournament, but it was just a fun experience to I had never seen that before. In my life. I thought it was pretty
2: sick. Kevin, what do you got to say, buddy? All right. So, we had a high school match. This was quarterfinals of sectionals. And we were getting just our doors blown off. So, we were down two sets to zero, and we're losing the last set, 24-20. And this other team, you know, being – they were a great team, great guys. They put in their – a kid that's like, you know – A manager? Yeah, a manager. A manager. Someone that wouldn't normally be playing in the game. Okay. Okay. To put into serve to hopefully get the winning point and it'd be like a great moment for this kid. Oh no. Well, the kid missed the serve and they left him in. And our coach took exception to them putting in this kid <laughs> in quarterfinals. <laughs> so, with it being 22 24 or something along those lines, calls a timeout, brings us to Muhammad, goes, Guys, guys, I want to play another set. We're going to win this. Now, we are all going to serve the ball at this kid that just came in the game. And then. We did. (laughs) Nice. We served it at him. We won a few points and then we got the ball shoved back down our throats and we lost either way. Nice. So now our coach looks bad for doing that. That's a bad look. And we still lost. That is a really bad look. You
0: play to win the game though. If you're down two sets and I mean, and they leave him in, then you go for the kill. That's
5: like a Staley move right there. Yeah. Calling the timeout. Especially in sectionals you're putting in your yeah, you're like, like your make a wish kid. That's against, terrible. You're gonna make the other team feel like shit. That's so disrespectful.
0: We in middle school, in middle school, I told you was we went two and fourteen. So we ended up. What's what's wrong, Carter? Are you good over there?
6: <laughs> Perfect.
0: We we were playing this game. It's the first round. We're the bottom seed. We're playing the top seed, and we end up pushing it. In middle school, it's best of three sets. Um. And it's just games 25, no matter what. We end up bringing it all the way to the third set against the best team in the conference. And it's 24-24. And we're in the huddle and our coach tells us whatever. Then this kid named Matt comes in, like calls a team huddle after the timeout's over. And then he goes, guys, because they were already top spinning in eighth grade. He's like, whenever he throws in the ball in the air, let's all just scream. And the whole, everybody's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now, everyone knew for the most part it was a joke. There's one kid named Dustin. <laughs> Dustin was a large kid playing volleyball. Never played before. He was just the kid that if you told him to just go, like, jump off a bridge and into water, no questions asked, he would just do it just to be the entertainer. So they go back there. They tops, like, throws the ball in the air. It's dead silent. Dustin, the only person, ah screams, top of his lungs. Serves it straight to Dustin. Dustin's still sc- like standing there screaming. It goes past him and lands. And then we get a red card. Lose by two out of the playoffs. Wow. The worst loss of my volleyball career. Do you guys have any worst losses of your volleyball career? This
2: was the worst thing in the world. We've had this one match my sophomore year of high school. We advertised it. We went full on for this. It was our volley for veterans. We were going like to raise money for the veterans. We are going to play a big match. Yeah. It was us and a private school near us called McQuaid. You know, we were all good buds with the other team.
0: Oh, you're like New York, New
2: York. Yeah.
0: McQuaid,
2: okay. McQuaid, man. Okay. McQuaid, Jesuit. It was a private school. Yeah, Very good. They ended up winning state that year, so they were a great school. Us, not so much. So we're all, we're all hyped up. We're like, yeah, we're going to do it for the vets. We're going to play a great match. We got blown out. Three sets to zero. And in each set, we scored no more than eight points. <laughs> Jeez. wow so if you want to talk about a bad beat it was veterans it was you know people wearing like the the hat saying like i was in you know this war i seen it i'm here to watch some volleyball for us and we just get destroyed yikes man that sucks it's a bad we had we had a
0: we had a veterans game too it was kind of sick everyone got camo jerseys i still have it i feel like that's it we should do something. Like, like the girls do the, the dig pink. We need to have something mm-hmm. that we do. Like, I don't know what it would be, but mm. maybe like a veterans game where we all get camo jerseys and just, I mean, dude, Angola would go crazy oh, yeah. for a veterans game. Oh, yeah. I feel like it'd be a good idea. You boys have any terrible, awful,
1: awful bad beats that you've had in your careers? I have one. It was our senior night for – it was my junior year. Oh, damn. Our senior year – our senior night for our seniors. They were they were a great group of guys, but none of them were, like, real leaders. You know what I mean? Yeah. So – but we wanted to win. We still wanted to win. Most of them played. We played stag. I don't know if you guys know stag. Yeah. What a uh, joke. That's a joke of a school when we yeah. lost, and we lost to them oh. on senior night. Our coach – our coach is the, was the type of lady – is the type of lady who – is very aggressive. Yeah. One of the ev- more aggressive coaches that screams at people.
5: I've had Matt's coach yell at me and I was on the other team before. That's how bad she <laughs> <it> is.
1: <laughs> I have a story about that. Really? So, um, but she's the t- angry type, so she was screaming at us after that and we ran a lot. And there's also this one time where we played Brian and Carter school and here's what happened. Uh, We were playing Brian and Carter school. It was junior year, their sophomore year. They were on varsity. I was also on varsity. We were playing our game, and what happened is I blocked Carter. I blocked Carter. I went out for a block. I blocked Carter. Carter's an outside. I'm a middle. The ball was going straight down, but it was kind of slow, so Carter had time to react. His reaction was to try and kick it up. Was You know how when you get blocked, you try and like get it up, get it back in yeah. play. He tried to kick it back up. Instead of kicking it up, he kicked it forward. Straight into my testicles, <laughs> and I went to the ground. I was on the ground. I actually think it might have hit my stomach, but it looked like I got hit in the balls. And Carter's coach pulls him because they were losing, so it was a bad look. It looked like it was out of rage. Like it looked, Carter was frustrated. It looked like it was. It was a bad look for him. And I got up. I was like, "Oh, oh man, oh what a shame, Carter." Let's go! <laughs> what a shame. Because Carter was their, like one of their best players, so
5: it was a good, look. it was a good look for us. That was actually not the only time Matt's coach has yelled at me before. Oh, really? Really? You're yeah. thinking of something else? I was thinking of that one, but I remembered another one, and it was just, I wasn't even doing anything disrespectful. She was just like yelling at me across the net. What was she doing? I don't I think it was just like I got a block or something, or I turned around and like cheered to my team or something, and she yelled at me for no reason. <laughs> she was
1: a she was a crazy lady. I love her. She a good coach though? Oh yeah. I'd say so. Some people wouldn't say so, but I would. Uh, you know it, actually though,
0: like it you rarely see bad female coaches that coach guys' teams.
1: Not Except true. for like Well, no, I mean like Do you guys remember at Ultimate? Um, do you know who Amanda is? Yeah. yeah. was my first Ultimate. Same. But second. I'm
0: saying, like, for every one bad female coach for guys' teams, there's, like, three good ones, I feel like. Like, the like if you go to the NCAA, McKendree's head coach is a woman. She's got, like, a dynasty there. Um, There's a kid, D1 kid. What is it? Lise McRae, head coach. They just hired a woman. She does really well, too. I'm just saying, out of all the women that have jobs in NCAA, they're good. You don't see a losing female coach in NCAA men's volleyball. Do you have bad stories? At or? our at
1: our club, there's this one coach. I did just say her name. There are some bad ones. Yeah, you did. I said her name. And um, I I didn't know how to serve. But instead of teaching me how to serve, she would just yell at me to serve. And one day I actually got to serve over the net, but I was serving towards the benches where she had one of her iced coffees sitting down. Oh man. And it nailed her iced coffee, went all over the floor. She was, um, she made us run. She made us run a lot because I actually made a serve over and her iced coffee was sitting on the benches at velocity and it spilled everywhere. And oh, it was velocity. my fault. It was my fault. Dude, Manelli and I had one.
0: Co- okay. Our, our 17 year coach was a rare exception. Like just an awful woman coach. There was one time we were in the St. Louis qualifier. We went Oh, and nine in the St. Louis qualifier. We're playing like our seventh game. She left like the building with two games left to go. She looked at us at and she's like she, word for word, you guys don't deserve me anymore. Left. So so Manelli and I became like the I mean, we we were the captains. So it just like went to us. And so we were like, all right. So we just put in the weirdest like Manelli played middle. We just put in the weirdest, we're like, we're, we're already, we have nothing to lose anymore. We're 0-7, let's just have fun. We're, then we're like 0-9, and it's one of those four-day tournaments, so then it's the next day. She went back home to Illinois. Like, we thought this was just a quick one-game lesson. No. So then, Manelli and I stick with the same lineups, and we go undefeated in the fourth day with Manelli at middle, like me at libero. We just switched everything up. It
2: was beautiful. I feel like we should do that. We should get to pick our lineups. Yes, Kev? I had a slimmer situation with a coach leaving. <laughs> we <laughs> have this one coach. Shout out Coach Ron, that guy Hot Shots. He's a great coach. He's so much fun. But there's one day we're at a tournament. It's a two-day tournament, day one. He wants us all there at 9 a.m. We're there at 8. We're warm. We're ready. First match comes around, nowhere to be seen. Okay. Time comes and the ref deducts points or he he awards the other team points for every time period that he's not there. So the first 10 minutes, we lose a point in a serve. And we lose another point in a serve 10 minutes after that. Coach shows up barefoot, walks in, talks to the ref. Ref's like, you're the coach? He's like, yes, I am. And we're like, coach, coach, you told us not to be late. He's like, I'm not late. Yes, you are. He goes, when I'm here, is on time. (laughs) And that quote has stuck with me. (laughs) <laughs> when wow. I'm here. That is the best moment of all time right there. You we weren't I, even mad. I've got, I have the worst luck with coaches.
0: My sophomore year, I made varsity for the first time. For, for high school, I had this coach named Coach Tracy. Best coach I ever had. She passed away, so we had to get a new coach. Yeah, rest in peace, for real. She's a great coach. We got a new guy. His name was Tom. He is now the head coach at a Joliet school that is a Catholic academy. He dropped an N-bomb mid-practice. Assistant coach said, either you go to the AD or I go to the AD. Next day, gone. So junior year's a wash. Senior year, it's a spry coach. COVID, all right? My freshman year of college, I get recruited by a one Brendan Ledwith. Gone. My freshman year, we have another man named Ryan. Midway through the season, Gone.
1: It is my sophomore year well, now. Don't forget about the interim coaches who also we didn't hire.
0: Interim coaches, Jeremy and Brian, gone. So if we go through the math here, uh, Tracy, who's great, Tom, Steven, well, interim for Tom, who was Matt, not you, Brendan, Ryan, Jeremy,
7: Brian,
0: and now we're on Will and Fish. These yep. are my ninth and tenth coaches for varsity volleyball
2: which is thank you thank you thank you appreciate it but to be fair nick i do think we finally found a winner in will dowdy
7: oh
0: i have i have full belief in william dowdy this is listen this guy if i were to describe this to you at home i want you to think of the most sarcastic human being you've ever met in your entire life the most sarcastic high mm. schooler you've ever met in your entire life. Now in like a 25-year-old man who played volleyball for like three years and has a master's degree. Monotone
1: too. Monotone. No, monotone.
0: no emotion. Literally won assistant coach of the year last year. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like... Matt, ask me what we're going to do for practice today. Hey coach, what are we going to do for practice today? Um, Probably just going to... Go ahead and serve some balls and we'll move to live team play.
1: Coach, is there anything that I could do better, like as a player?
0: Um what do you think you can do better? <laughs> Nailed that. Have you thought about it at all?
1: No, I haven't, Coach. I haven't I was gonna I was just waiting to ask you. I just wanted to know what you thought.
0: That's good. Well, to answer your question, I have a question and that is what can I do better to make you get better like well, get
1: actually, I was going to bring this up. Uh, Brian has been a real problem on the team. Is that I've, can- I've noticed?
0: I've <laughs> noticed. I've heard many things from a lot of different players. Okay. I've had conversations with those players. Okay, I just and want- if things don't change, <laughs> they're gone.
1: Okay, thanks, coach. I just now wanted- our
0: assistant coach is that, but on about two shots of espresso and a line of coke. <laughs> Now he's, <laughs> Carter, you got to <laughs> stop doing that face. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a family guy. He's got kids and whatnot. But I will say, though, the Dig Pink game, there was a woman and a kid that showed up that Dowdy was, like, really talkative to. And, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's married or if he has a girlfriend or a kid. I, like, I'm not sure. But, like, he was flirting it up with this. Really? Oh, and she was loving it. She was eating it up. <laughs> She's like, oh, these cupcakes
2: for breast cancer. He's like, yeah, it's for breast cancer. <laughs> I can't even picture Dowdy doing anything but like existing on a volleyball court. I think like when we're doing
6: practice
2: <laughs> when we're done with practice, I think he just goes in the supply closet and just like sleeps until next time. I can't imagine going going home, like going to sleep. Like I not nah, he just he exists here.
4: Yeah, we asked he definitely really
2: goes out to like bars and stuff.
4: And
1: he definitely goes crazy.
0: We're like Dowdy, Like, how's the living situation? He's like, well, I coached at Tech, which is in Fort Wayne, so I was like, not gonna move. Might as well just commute. You can't have a conversation with the guy. <laughs> the first week of us, okay, do you guys remember? Whenever he first got announced as the coach, everyone was like, okay, cool, coach of the year. Then he called all of us. Like, every single player he called. I, honest to God, thought he was, like, hungover. I didn't know what. I just come to learn that's just who he is. That's person. But I think that he's, like, a volleyball genius. Yeah. Like, I think he created this box defense, and whenever he was at trying to get interviewed, he they were, they were like, what can you bring to the table? And he was just like, I got this, like, cool defense that – did really well for it's us like last whatever. year. And our athletics director was like, well, can you tell me about it? So, it's like, box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, you're hired. Yeah. Back to these phone calls you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you almost lost me as a crew as a result of this single phone call right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God, so why?
2: At the time, I was looking. My top schools were NYU, Mount Union, and Trine. And Trine was my no, Trine was my front runner. I get a call from this guy, and I did not know... That the last coach was fired. I didn't know there was a new coach. So I get a call. He goes, hey, I'm the new coach. I'm like, hi, how you doing? He's like, You're the New Yorker, right? I'm like, yes, I am. And he goes, What position were you again? I'm like, You're gonna you're gonna call you're gonna be the new coach. You're gonna call me and ask me what position I am. And I almost said, like, I'm gone, I'm going somewhere else now.
0: You know who the most annoying person to recruit for Matt and I was? It was this guy. <laughs> he Ryan was like, okay, first of all. No disrespect, but his options were Trine and MSOE. And he, and he, kept, tell, he kept telling us, he was like, yeah, man, I'm just uh, deciding between Trine and MSOE. And so I asked Ryan, I said, Ryan, what's so much better about MSOE than Trine? He goes, honestly, just better facilities. At that moment, I knew Ryan was coming to Trine. Well, the moment he said that, I knew it was endgame and that, Ryan, we got him. What? Like, okay. How long did it take for you guys to know that you were coming here? Because I took a one and done visit here and it was a done deal.
5: I didn't even visit any other schools. What what happened for you guys? Genuinely, when I wanted to visit or when I did visit, I did not want to come here. Really? Yeah. What what made you change your mind?
4: Those two. Wow, look at that. That's well, just turn.
0: That's worth that's worthy yeah, of a... I
4: can't tell you how many texts I got from Carter saying,
0: "I'll go there if you go there." <laughs>
4: that's true
0: Carter was so difficult as well he was like he's like like, you you." get Ryan to come I'll come I was like this kid just not care about (laughs) school
4: I mean yeah I mean when I was deciding I was I I can't explain to you how on the fence I was like nothing was pushing me to one side or the other they were both like kind of different in a way and I just was like so on the fence and I was like if Carter goes there that's a big bonus but of course Carter wasn't gonna decide until I decided (laughs) What about you, Brian? So what happened with you?
3: Well, I didn't have many options. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, uh, I'm no I'm no all-star athlete here, and I'm also definitely not the smartest person at this school. Found it. By far. I'm probably in, like, the lower percentile. <laughs> you you got it. So I wasn't very smart in high school, but, you know, we're going to just look past it. It was this or a school where I didn't play volleyball, and I was a different major. So I was like... I either go here or I just do some other stupid crap. Or you're a failure. Or I'm a failure.
0: That was, that was when it came so down. So I to. sat
3: down and I was like, wow, my options are pretty tight here. Screw it. I guess I'm going here. And
0: This I'm is like the most God, no one watching or listening to this is gonna wanna come here now.
5: <laughs> well, I was given I was told I was gonna have to start freshman year on a top ten D three team. Every so school you, says uh, that. Well I feel like every I school I weighed says. my options and my Opponents for outside they did not office. tell me that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they actually said yeah, you might not play, but you'll practice. I got promised a starting
0: right side job here my freshman year, and then he got fired.
1: I got promised <laughs> um, what is it? Where you're like the like the really good player? What is it? Oh, Matt got promised
0: that he'd be an All American.
4: Yeah, I got promised that, and then he got all snubbed from the All Conference <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah, I was told that if I came here, I would not. Not see the court for a single second of my entire career. He said I would play every second of every game, <laughs> no matter happen. what happens. Oh,
2: who, wait, which
0: coach? which one? M- McFarland said, said that. Yeah, he
4: said uh, if yeah. you come here, you are playing every second of every game, no matter what
0: happens. That's McFarland brought me the first day of our season. He brought me into his office and he was like, "Nick, here's the deal. If Ryan McDonald comes here, he's like you're gonna set this year. But like, if if." If all goes well, you'll just play right side next year. And he goes, "Listen, if Ryan McDonald doesn't come here, or okay, if Ryan McDonald comes here, you're gonna set this year. You're going go back to right side next year. If Ryan McDonald doesn't come here next year, you are going to set a five-one for the next four years." So I was super excited, and I go, "Ryan, what's the what? What's the difference between trying to MSOE?" And he goes, "MSOE's got better facilities." I stopped practicing setter the minute Ryan said that. (laughs) I then told Ryan I want to go back to right side. And I did.
1: Yeah, And then Ryan
0: got fired. (laughs) Jeremy, yeah, I would – oh, dude. Ha! Sorry.
7: Had
0: to let that one out. Yeah. Volleyball is an emotional roller coaster. We had our first game Thursday, and these freshmen don't realize how fun game days are yet for us. Like, even if you're on the bench – It's going to be an electric factory.
1: There's Well, when if you're on the court, it's going to be painful, depending on who the starters are. I'm going to be honest.
0: No, it's like genuinely, if you're on the bench, sometimes it's better than being on the court. I would have to agree with you. So uh, there are certain scenarios because in high school you're not allowed to talk trash. In college, there's no rule. Refs can't call a yellow card on you for talking trash to the other team at all. Which is like and in high school, I got a yellow card just for saying No, bro, no. Okay, that's different. On the bench. On the bench. Matt would get a kill and then start air humping the kid that he just got a kill on across the net. Yeah. Wearing turquoise knee braces and like knee high brown Hershey bar socks. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It looked interesting. We've, oh my God. Last year was this. We were telling the freshmen, like, we are, there's two bad guys in the conference, and it's us and Fontbon. (laughs) But Fontbon's the worst. Fontbon is like, if 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 another team saw us beat Fontbonne, they would celebrate. But Fontbonne, no matter who they beat, everyone's going to mm-hmm. hate. Everyone hates that team because they always hire their like most annoying players to be coaches. So it's like from top down, you hate everything about Fontbonne. Mm-hmm. Their commentator, yeah. the worst in the conference. He literally like, well, okay, what happened with you? He so, was like,
1: this clown, Matt Stillman. So what happened is... It was I think it was the first set still. And I was having a good first set. First play of the game, I nailed the libero in the face who was a jerk, so he deserved it. It was awesome.
0: It's like a disgusting act That's by Matt still. Well,
1: that wasn't it. That wasn't it. What happened is it was I think it was my second time going in. I was about to go back to serve. I get a I get a kill from the right side. And I was kind of I was kind of peeved I didn't get set in a while but I got a good kill and I got real I got real pumped. No, 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 this is what it was. It was um a block. I blocked their middle and I said something like you're my like I own you like get yeah. you know, I was like screaming at them and I was staring them down when I went back to serve and I the ref was like, "All right, all right. Let's chill out. Let's chill <laughs> out." Cuz I was hyped up. And the announcer was like, disgusting act from number 18, Matt Stillman. Just real bad sportsmanship. And then he goes back to serve, and and the commentator just puts
0: the game. He's like, I hope this guy misses out of bounds like he always does. Like, just started like He was ripping
1: on me for no reason when their team was talking so much trash. The first time we played them, and this time it was. I'm
0: talking like slurs. Like, the worst kind of stuff these guys were saying. They were saying. And the ref blind to yeah. what but every other ref that like all even the refs hate font bond mm-hmm. there was a time where we were chirping font bond and the ref in front of us just kept laughing because he loved it he loved every second of it but if it's not font bond everyone hates us like yeah. we go when we go to other gyms yeah. there was one time ethan howard <laughs> this is honestly like you can say what you want about ethan i love this there were – he – Ethan put the game to the side and just started trash-talking the girls who were wiping the floor for Adrian. <laughs> like, they would come out with the mop, and he'd be like, yeah, do your job. <laughs> and, and throughout the entire game, he'd be like, you guys aren't even cute. <laughs> he would just be saying stuff. So we would get into a bunch of trouble, and um, bonds always like that. We play him. It's going to be – it's going to be a rough environment. Yeah. It's and then Mount Saint Joseph, they had one good player, and what what we He's do so awesome well guy. on Trine's bench is, if we choose a player to take out of the game early, I can promise you they'll play terribly. Mm-hmm. We will take out the best player within seconds. We can do. If that. you got a dead relative, if you got like something terrible, like we know, we're on it. We're on the case. Mm-hmm. We take it to a personal level, and we would do that to every team. Adrian played against Adrian. We took out their right side within five points. He yep. walked over to the bench, kicked a chair, and threw it at the wall. Yep. So he was then pissed. it was just, it was just we were on that guy, and he wouldn't stop hitting it into the net. Mount Saint Joseph, their best player was their right side. He started missing serves nonstop because we were in his head. But it was those double header games where you play one game and then another game. The second game he bounced back. He was a cool dude. We were just talking to him in between games. He's like, Yeah, like I've been through the trash talking. I'm like, so who should we trash talk? He's like, our setter's a freshman. Get him. <laughs> 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 so we just started chirping the setter. Fontbon is just oh op- I mean, font it's all bets are off. You can say whatever you want. It's just it's just heated. Um who else who else do we? We didn't really do that much to Baldwin-Wallace. That was our first game of the year. So we, we kind of held it back. But after that, it was
1: – we started off 11-0. and It I mean, would be we, like Sandberg parents talking trash to East parents. That's like what it is when we play Fontbonne. Those are like the two toxic teams in our area we parent-wise. Played, we
0: played Fontbon, and they had a serving specialist that was a middle on the roster mm-hmm. who was just clearly just a senior that the coaches put in the rotation just so that he felt like he had some value. Are you talking so, about Cookie? Oh, yeah. He You're looked exactly cookie? like Cookie from Ned's Declassified. So he would go back to serve, and we knew that he missed a lot of serves. So he missed one. So we all just screamed one. And then he gets back to serve. I just hold up a one. Everyone just holds up a one. Misses the second one. Six serves later, we're six misses in. He is still getting playing time. I can't say what happens next on this podcast, but Ethan Howard said something Awful, across the net. That was like, oh god. About <laughs> just like yeah, 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 That was like okay, never mind. We can't do that. You know what I mean? <sighs>
7: <laughs> yeah. Ah, no, it's it,
0: you know, And if you watch the live streams, you get to hear it all. Like it's we have we have a crowd mic up
5: there, so you'll hear everything. What's up, Carter? Talking about things you shouldn't say. Ryan McDonald
4: has a few stories. Ryan, you. Oh, this isn't yeah. not during Look, our yeah. Games. This wasn't when I was playing, but this okay. is when I was observing. Oh, you can
0: tell the man I, one. Okay. okay, don't say
4: the name of the school we were playing. But right. we were playing. So our women's <laughs> volleyball team was playing a school, and this is at home. This is one of the first home games that we would watched. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know we're we're chirping the whole game, but this one time off of a, like like a so out or an injury or something. Some something happened and. uh I yelled out at this one one of their one of their best. It was like their best player, their best hitter. I yell out, "Number ten, you look like a man!" <laughs> at the top of my lungs, and the whole gym just goes dead silent. Like you could hear a pin drop in this gym. That it, that didn't happen with anything else we said. Everyone just kept, you know, you couldn't really hear it. You didn't. We didn't think that they could hear it, but this time. You could hear it outside of Hershey. I mean, it was I mean, it was bad. Wow.
0: Last year Parker I can talk about Parker because he's not here anymore, yeah. so he's not getting in trouble. We played the same school. <laughs> <laughs> we, we played the same school and Parker, um Parker starts chirping one girl. The girl thinks Parker's really hot. So like it starts like getting in this weird rhythm of like Parker being like Oh, yeah. You like it. <laughs> he's So he starts, like, saying really bad things. She's eating it up. Game ends. Walk. They're walking away. She screams, hey, Parker. Parker turns around. She's like, can I get your snap? He looks and he goes, no, you're ugly.
1: And just leaves. <laughs> it
0: might have been the same girl. Like, there's a chance. It's a low chance, but... That's the kind of guy Parker and Chris I, I miss those guys because they just ignored all rules. Oh, yeah. Matt and I try to be like them. We can't like you can't replicate. You, can't it. It. you just gotta be a different like but you'll Thursday, out of conference trash talk, oh my oh. god.
5: It's gonna be disgusting. Against our coach's old team too. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah.
2: It's uh yeah. But here's the thing with it too, is our new coach, Dowdy, does not seem like the type to Enjoy I already talked talk to trash him about that. Well, and, what, well, and what's the word? The word is, is that, now this isn't from
0: him, but he would rather, if he had to choose, he would rather have trash talk over stupid cheers, like ace, 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 or Woo, or just, he, he says that like, you know, <laughs> I'm here, I'm coaching. You boys are there. You're cheering. I'm not gonna coach you on how to cheer, but if it came down to stupid cheers or (laughs) trash talking, I'm not telling you to trash talk, but I would rather have that than stupid cheers.
1: That's a good coaching. That
4: was great. Hundred percent.
1: And
2: at the preseason, no one said anything. You know what'd be really funny though is the first game we come out and we don't trash talk whatsoever, and we do all the stupid cheers (laughs) that he does
4: not want us to do. I just okay. Can I say something about those? Like we played a team in high school, and it was their senior night. And this team did all those, those cheers, right? And we just, you know, we hated them for it. And again, it's their senior night. So we beat them. And after the game, I went up to the crowd and I started doing take the L from Fortnite. <laughs> 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 On their senior night.
5: <laughs>
0: it was, yeah. I, OK, Not my like, proudest memory. On a reel, though... I'm not, I'm not saying this because I'm biased. I've played a lot of sports. I don't think there's as much trash talking in any other men's sport than men's volleyball just because it's like in football, there's taunting if you trash talk. In basketball, you get a technical foul. There's nothing in volleyball if you, you trash talk. You can get yellow carded if you're screaming at the other team across the net. Whoa. Okay, last year we were playing Fontbon. Ethan's yelling type one or type two to the other team's libero. <laughs> nothing came out of it. Well, yeah, he was on the
1: when he was on the bench at that point, right? Yeah, if you're on the court, on you, the
0: court obviously.
1: I'm talking like bench,
0: on the bench. bench- oh, wise, yeah, anything goes. Any anything, literally because they can't goes. tell who it is. No, especially with the masks. Oh, with the masks, just, oh yeah, the masks, it was beautiful. The masks, we would just be looking around. So I would say something terrible, and we would just start looking around. The ref couldn't find out who said it. Oh yeah, yeah, trash talking's great. Trying men's volleyball is great.
1: The best part is when. You go to those, I think we played some schools where... I love one away of their, games.
0: Away games are the best. It was
1: one of the away games where I think they had line judges where maybe it was like a tournament or something, but mm-hmm. there was line judges from their school, right? And yeah. And you could, you could talk trash to the... Or like you could talk to the... It was awesome. I love when you do that for clubs and stuff. it's like, bro, your team sucks. Yeah. Like you guys are trash. Yeah. Do you remember
4: the mom, do you remember the mom at the one tournament that screamed at us? Oh <laughs>
3: All right, so I can't even remember what tournament this was. It was some qualifier. It was, was that last year? Yeah. So last year, we've got the most obnoxious team I've ever been on. It might top this year's team because everyone did not care at all. Like, if they got kicked out, they got kicked out. So we're sitting behind this team that we lost to the day before, and we just start yelling. Like, it's 8 in the morning or something. We just start yelling at these kids. Instantly, they're winning, instantly. Mistake, mistake. This mom stands up after like the fifth mistake in a row. Our whole team's like bunch in a huddle, yelling at all of us at 8 in the morning. You can't talk to my son. I'm going to get like the people like to come get you guys. (laughs) I'm going to get the people. I'm going to get the people over here. Everyone's laughing, so we just kick it up about 10 notches on her. We're like, yeah, screw that. We're going even harder. So it wasn't until our parents had to step in. Like, everyone's mom and dad were like, you guys get the H over here, like, yelling at us. Yeah. It was terrible.
4: I just add to this This was the quarterfinals for the tournament <laughs> that we were watching. So, like, this is an important game, and we screwed them over, and they lost, so. You guys had some
0: one. My 17s year, there was an 18-year-old that had blonde hair who was, was like, kind of curly. I don't know his name, but we were playing at, do you guys remember Vortex? Or not Vortex. Is it Was it Vel- Velocity? He had headphones in and was line judging and wasn't paying attention, like most people do. And some kid hit the ball way out of bounds, boom, in. And this mom goes, Are you kidding me? And she's like, You're not even paying attention. So the kid just looked like, like mom's right here. Kid oh. goes with the flag and just, it was the most like genius, like didn't respond, just stared and upheld the game. Did it for like, imagine a minute straight. Then she just goes silent, and it gets really awkward. He holds the flag down, and the mom just gets really red. And ever since then, I've been like, I really want someone to yell at me because that's like the—I've sp- never thought to do that ever. Put the pressure on them because like they're like trying to put it on you. But if the, you start, st- they look like a jerk now. You look like yeah. an idiot for yelling at a kid.
1: So, God. blonde hair. I kind of How tall ask. was he? Short. He was a shorter player. Are you sure it's hair. not Are you sure it's not Tyler Vedder, like the same age as me or us?
0: No, he was it was on an 18s team and he was a, one of the low low 18s oh, teams. Oh, he was
1: a low team. Low low short blonde See, curly hair. We played them a lot. I just don't remember who that was. Genius, whoever. I I don't know. Do you have any know. idea who that would be? I honestly oh, have no black. I'm get yeah, on 18 black, I'm guessing. I don't listen. I don't
0: have anything else left to say for the podcast. All I have to say is that we play Thursday. It's going to be live streamed on the Trine Broadcasting Network. Yes, sir. Listen, if this wasn't the greatest advertisement to watch our volleyball games this year, I don't know what is. We got
1: a great group of guys this
0: year. This, like, our starting
1: lineup is going to be good. It's
0: a full-out goon squad this year. Like, we are going to win a lot. And listen, the bench, Matt can attest to this was a big part of our success last year. Absolutely. A monster part. I don't think we make
1: the playoffs without our bench.
0: The trash talking and the getting hype, there's nothing like, so like whether it's court, bench, it's fun regardless of where you are. Like you're going to have the time of your life. So check it out. Join Broadcasting Network. Anyone else have anything else to say? Go Thunder. Go Thunder, baby. Matt and I will be back here Friday. Or... That might come out Saturday. Might be Saturday. Might be Saturday. We, we got the Uncut uncut Podcast, so those two games will be over. Matt's got women waving at him. Games will be over, and we'll have the recap for you, and you guys probably will have seen it by then. So with that being said, we hope everyone has a great week, and we'll see you later this weekend.
4: Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at
0: trine.edu.